Welcome to church this morning. Thank you for joining us. I really do appreciate the effort you put in to stay tuned in, to stay being part of our online community. We believe that where Christians are, the Lord is. So I believe that where you are this morning, where you're watching, doesn't matter where it is, that you're not on your own, that the Lord's there with you. And I believe that he's with me. And that makes the fact that we can share scripture and share, share something from scripture with each other is just amazing. Um, it's one thing that always astounds me to think that if I'm praying right now for my people and my friends, my family in South Africa, it's making a difference immediately. The power of prayer is just so amazing. So let's, um, let's join together. Let's pray together. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are with us this morning, that you are with me and with each one of, of the people that's tuned in on our online service. Thank you that we can share scripture in this way, that we can share our lives, that, that we know what's happening with our lives is, is important to you and, it's, and that you want to make a difference, a difference in our lives. We live in strange times and, and we worry and we are sad about people that... Uh, poorly and ill and that's dying and and we worry about our future and and we're unsure about what lies ahead but Lord Jesus we come this morning because we know and we believe that our lives is in your hands we don't know what the future holds but we know who holds the future I want to pray for each family each person that's connected this morning that's following our services that's listening to this message I don't believe in chance, Lord Jesus, so I know that each one that, that's tuned in, that you've got a message for them, and you want to make a difference in their lives through this word and through your spirit. Pray this in your holy name. Amen. Last week we started with a, service, uh, a series about hope. And we said that hope is that thing that we are that we can be certain of the fact that one day that we die, that our lives is in Lord's hands, that we're going to heaven or that we're saved. And so we are not worried, not scared for the future. Today, um, I want to talk about hope and the fact that hope makes a difference in the way we live today. You see, because hope is hope is strange. Hope is to, to keep on believing that the Lord will, will, will look after you, will keep you in, our, in your hands when you're on your own and you've got nothing going for you. Hope is to keep on believing that the Lord will provide for you even if you don't see it right now. Hope is to keep on believing that the Lord will listen and answer your prayers it doesn't matter how long have you been praying and asking him for something. It's possible that you haven't received what you've asked for. Hope is to keep on holding on to his promises, even though it feels to you that nothing is working out. Hope is to know that the Lord loves you, even if you don't love yourself. 
hope is to keep on believing that the Lord will provide for you today. Even if you don't have a clue how he's going to do it. You know the story about Abraham and Isaac? Um, how, how the Lord told Abraham to go and offer Isaac to sacrifice him. And then, and then Abraham had to do it, even though the Lord promised him that Isaac will be his, um, his, his, his child, his son, that he will be the progeny that he, he believed he will have someday, even though the, he had to be 99 years old before he, um, Sarah had um, Isaac. And now the Lord told, told um, Abraham to go and sacrifice your own son. And then as the story goes, you know how difficult it would have been for Abraham to walk the whole day with this heavy heart. And, and, to, and while they were walking, just he and, and Isaac, Isaac would ask him a few times on the journey, Dad, and we've got everything here to do the sacrifice, but where's the lamb that we're going to need for the sacrifice? And then time and again, Abraham said to him, The Lord will provide. The Lord will come through today. Even though Abraham didn't have a clue how the Lord was going to do it. Even though his heart was broken, even though he must have thought, but the Lord gave him all these promises and everything is up in the air now. Even though he thought that, that um, all his dreams are shattered. He's got to sacrifice his skill, his own son. Hope is to believe that the Lord will provide for today. In the message, Hebrew 11 1 says, Faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It is our handle on what we can't see. Isn't that what Jesus taught us as well when he taught us about prayer, when he talked with his disciples in the Sermon on the Mount? He told them, if you pray, you can ask, Lord, give us today our daily bread. Please, Lord, provide for today. You know what we need. Help us today. Protect us today. Be with us today. Lord, we need you <laughs> for today. I don't know how sorted your life is. In my life, I need the Lord. In my life, there's so much that he's got to do. There's nothing, nothing I can do without him. But the important thing that, that Jesus wanted, wanted to teach us is that today is so important because the way we live today, the way we treat people, the, 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 the way we, we, we look at ourselves, has an influence on our future. The way we live today tells people what I believe about the future. If I'm worried the whole time, perhaps I'm unsure about the future. If I live in fear, perhaps I'm afraid for what lies ahead. So everything, everything shows 
what's happening? What do I believe about the future? They asked Martin Luther um, once if uh, if you die tonight and um, if Jesus come again tomorrow, what will you do today? Martin Luther told them, I will plant a tree. Let's read scripture. Because um, it's important for us to understand that what we do today is crucial. So let's read Hebrews. I told you we're going to read a few, uh, few scriptures from Hebrew throughout the series. But Hebrews chapter 3. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13. You see the important thing what we've got to realize is that hope is to know that today is important. Who I am today and what I do today and the way I live today, it tells. How do people who have hope live? How do people that know they're going to heaven, they're going to die someday and be with the Lord forever, how do they live? How, how is life everlasting going to be for those people? How do they live today? Let's read scripture 3, verse 13. But encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold firmly till the end our original conviction. The writer tells, tells his readers, what you do today is important. Keep on believing. Keep on doing the things that you believe is right. Keep, live with conviction that the Lord, that what the Lord taught you is important for today. Then a story from Jesus' life, Matthew chapter nineteen, the sixteen. Just then a man came up to Jesus and asked, "Teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life?" Why do you ask me about what is good? Jesus replied. There's only one who is good. And if you want to enter life, keep the commandments. Which ones? He inquired. Jesus replied. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony. Honor your father and mother. And love your neighbor as yourself. All these things I have kept. The young man said. What do I still lack? Jesus answered. If you want to be perfect. Go, sell your possessions, give them to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sad because he had great wealth. Matthew 19, we read the story about the rich ruler who came to Jesus with an important question. He asked him, teacher, what good thing must I do to get eternal life? That's one of the most important questions we believe. If you die tonight, are you going to have eternal life? Are you going to heaven? Are you sure of your salvation? Um, and then the answer we normally will give someone that comes to us with that question will be, but believe in the Lord. Believe that the Lord loves you. Um, Come to the Lord and ask forgiveness, repent, accept him as your personal Lord and Savior. But Jesus did something else, 
something that we sometimes don't agree with. Jesus told the man, let's read it again. He said, if you want to enter life, keep the commandments. What's that? It's almost as if we tell the Lord, but please don't tell that to people. We'll ne we never tell people you've got to keep the commandments to be saved. But Jesus is clear about it. And he tells him, um, if you want to enter life, keep the commandments. And then he talks to him about the commandments, not the first four, which um, talks about our relationship with the Lord, but uh, the, the next five. We tells him, but honor your father and your mother. He tells him not to commit murder, not to commit adultery, not to steal, not to give false testimony, to love your neighbors as yourself. It's almost as if the Lord tells him, but you know what? The important thing is that you do what you know is right. That you live according to the Ten Commandments. Because I gave the Ten Commandments to my people to live differently every day. And in his answer, the young ruler said, it's fine, I'll do it. I've got no problem. I've done it all my life. And then the Lord tells him, the tenth commandment tells him, listen, guy, sell everything you've got. Give it away. Come back and follow me. And the guy turned away from Jesus and he walks away. It's shocking. Jesus let him go. Jesus didn't stop him. Jesus doesn't drag him back. Here is a lost soul. Chance to save someone. Jesus didn't. Why? This guy come and ask the Lord he want to be have eternal life and Jesus talk about rules. Why didn't he talk, talk about grace and love and mercy? How does it work? Jesus know what was the one thing in this guy's life that kept him away. That kept him from following Jesus. Jesus knew this guy's money and the stuff he's got, all his stuff, was way too important for him. Jesus know what's that one thing in our lives that's preventing us from following, from following him. That's keeping us from being faithful. That's preventing us from doing what's right. What's that one thing in your life? Is it worry? Anger? Fear? Is it sin? Is it the fact that you, your relationships isn't good? Is it the fact that you struggle to trust the Lord? Is it someone you have to forgive that you just can't get yourself to forgive? What's that? What's that one thing that you can't trust the Lord with? What's that one thing that you can't give over? What prevents you from being faithful and doing what the Lord asks you to do? It's so, so important that we must know that Jesus wants to teach us how to live today. How to live 
forever. Or how to live in a, in a way that will last forever. How to live in a way that will always matter. Because you see, that's the thing that we've got to understand. If we want to go to heaven, we must live as if heaven, heaven is with us today. If we want to have life, eternal life, we've got to start living eternal life today. It starts now. Who we are now and what we do now is important. If I say, I trust the Lord for my life, one day when I die, I will go to him. It must be visible in the way that you live today, the way you treat people today, the way you have your relationship with the Lord today. There's no other way around that. If the Old Testament prophets talk about the promise, promised Messiah that will come, then they talk about life on earth that will be different, not life in heaven that will be different, life on earth. There will be harmony between uh, the, the creation and creatures. People will live together. There will be feasts. There will be amazing time people will share. They talk, they talk about life on earth that will, made, will be made better. If you look at the creation story, it's exactly the same. The Lord called us with the responsibility to take care of, this, of His creation. To look after it. To protect it. To live on earth. To make your hands dirty each day while you are building and protecting and looking after this place. Not one day when you die. Today. Because what you do today counts. And if we don't take that responsibility, for example, for the world we live in, tomorrow maybe we won't have that world anymore. If we don't protect it, if we don't look after it. It's exactly the same with our relationship with the Lord. If we don't protect it today, if we don't build into it today, you're not going to have it tomorrow. It's the same with relationship with people. If we don't protect it, if we don't build into it, if you don't work on it, we're not going to have a relationship. You'll be on your own. This life now isn't just life through here on our way to heaven. This life is important. What we do with this life today counts for something. What Jesus does is he's taking, uh, 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 he's shifting the issue from heaven down to earth. And Jesus come and say, listen, this is the Lord's earth. What you do today will determine your relationship with me. If you don't want to trust me today, you're not going to trust me tomorrow and the day after that. So if you want to learn to trust, start now. It's the best time. The rich ruler asked. He didn't ask the Lord, how can I get to heaven? Listen, listen carefully. He asked him, what must I do to get eternal life? He's actually asking, 
How can I live that my life make a difference forever? He's actually asking, how can I live to make the world I'm living in a better place? How can my relationships get better? How can I start looking differently at myself and the people around me? How can I become part of what the Lord is doing right now in my world? That's the question. Do you know what the Lord told him? Do you know how to do that? you know how it's going to make a difference? you know what's going to make a difference in your day to life? Here's my Ten Commandments. Do it. Because the more you make space for the Lord in your life and in your world, the more you worship Him and pray to Him, and give him the honor that he deserves. And the more you bring peace and you are honest and you live together with people, the more you will experience something different. The more you, you treat people with respect, the more you make this world a better place, the more you will understand what it is to have hope. Because it will change your life, it will change your relationship, it will change your attitude about so much more. That's why the writer in Hebrews said, today, we've got today to do it. Do it. Be faithful. Listen to the commandments. Live it. And Jesus, Jesus tells this young ruler, verse 21, Go sell your possessions, give the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and then come and follow me. What you do today, determine what you're going to do in heaven one day. Jesus takes this guy's question about what our future holds, and make it about what we've got to do today. Um, because what we do today impacts our future. I'm going to finish up. Tom Wright has written the following. He says, taking heaven seriously means taking God's earth and these people seriously. Jesus teaches us to pursue the life of heaven now. We are called to live now like we believe the future will be. How you are living today tells people what you believe about the future. Do you trust the Lord? Do you believe that he will provide for you today? That he will answer your prayers? That he will be faithful? That he will come through? That he will provide? Do you believe it? For Jesus, faith in him and a life with him wasn't primarily to be one day after we've died and went to heaven. Jesus' plan and his idea was the whole time that 
where we are and who we are and, who, and how we live today makes a difference. Tells about what we hope. Tells people about our faith. So, so it's so important to open up your heart and your mind for the Lord today. To give him place, to invite him in, to make him part of your thoughts, of your words, of your, everything you do. To, to don't live as if he's a God that's far away. Live as if he's something that's someone that's with you right now in this moment. Sits with you. It's in your home. John 1, 12 said, the Lord moved into our neighborhood. He pitched his tent. In our backyard. He sits with us. During mealtime. While I work. While I study. The Lord's with us. It's my prayer that. Your today will look different. That you will trust the Lord. To provide for you what you need for today. And that you will live. According to his word. And his commandment. Because the way you live today. Will change your future. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Our lives are open books in front of you, and you know of everything. And Lord, we ask you this morning that you will. Come and make your kingdom in our lives. That you will provide for us for what we need. That we will live in a way that our future is secured. We want to trust you. We want to build our lives on you. And you know what's that thing that's difficult for us. You know how, how, how we have trouble to forgive. To, to not to worry. To trust you. You know how difficult it is for us to to not be angry. To trust that, that even in our lives, when we don't get it right, that you are still there for us. That you will forgive us. But that you will keep on challenging us to do what's right. Help us today to do it, Lord Jesus. Amen. We have the privilege to give our offerings and um, you've got all the information down below. Um, thank you for everyone, each one of you that continue to give throughout this whole lockdown time. A few important announcements. Um, birthdays today, uh, Gerinda de Necker, Louis de Preer and Peter Renan. It's your birthdays this week. May you have a blessed week. May the Lord be merciful upon you. Um, and may it be a special, special day for each one of you. We On 20 March, um, 7 o'clock, um, I think it's 7 o'clock, we've got a show. South African uh, artist Nathaniel is doing a show, especially for South Africans. Um, um, so um, you've got all the information there. Please send this invite to all the friends you have throughout the world. Everyone is welcome. So come join us on the on the twentieth. It's just going to cost you twenty five quid per per computer, per family for that matter. So um, it's going to be an amazing show. So 
don't don't miss out on that. Um, I want to thank everyone that participated in our questionnaire. If you haven't, please, please, please follow the link. Um, fill in the questionnaire. We really do need a response of as many of you as possible. And then I want to invite you to our Friday morning's prayer meetings, six o'clock. Um, I don't. I know everyone's not a morning person, and it's not easy for everyone to get up. But if you wait, this Friday morning at six, just half an hour, we're praying together. So it will be amazing to share that time with you. It's my prayer. The Lord will protect you this week. That you will experience His presence and His love and His mercies and His provision for you and all your needs. Amen. Wonderful Counselor